Hey, greetings fellow Slingers. Welcome back to World War 20 Podcast. It is your trusted handler, Brian. Welcome you once again to another one of our Delta Green episodes. Hey, how was that first episode? I mean, you could feel the heat coming off that Death Valley scene. And here our agents are wondering, do we have a West Coast chiropractor that's going around ripping the hell out of everybody? Who knows, man? Who knows? Well, I know. You know how I know? Because we ramped up, man. We recorded all four episodes in one night. And let me tell you, those hard slingers of yore were troopers. And this time around, our agents enter Hellbend and begin their investigation by going to the residence of one of the victims, where they discover a plethora of clues. But I'm not going to tell you what it is. Nope, nope, nope. You're going to have to wait. You're going to have to listen to it. And let me tell you, I enjoyed running it. And if you enjoy listening to it, don't forget, leave us that five-star rating and review on whatever podcast app you listen to the show on. Don't forget, follow us on our YouTube channel at Roll the Hard 20 And if you're feeling generous and you really want to help the show out, head on over to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash rollthehard20podcast. For as little as a dollar, you too can help the show out. And let me tell you, it doesn't go unappreciated because it's hard to keep the lights on, hard to keep the mics rolling, hard to keep it up. (laughs) No, it ain't. But anyways, all that being said, I'm not going to take up any more of your time. Let's just warm up our dice and top off our glass as Roll the Hard 20 Podcast presents our Delta Green scenario for Future Perfect, Episode 2. Greetings, fellow slingers. Welcome back to Roll the Hard 20 Podcast. It is I, your trusted handler, Brian, welcoming you once again to episode two of our future perfect run through. And with me, the hard slingers of your hell yeah. I <laughs> love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Agent Ichimaru. Hi. You had a question that you wanted to ask last episode. Yeah, I believe we ended off with. Uh, I'm new to the case. Uh, I didn't really have time to brief myself. Uh, Could you tell us a little bit about the old hunt mill? In in character or as as your handler? Oh, no, no, no. Uh, So I'm talking to the sheriff or to the doctor. So uh, Sheriff Mann, uh, if you could, we're both new to this case. Could you brief us a little bit about this old hunt factory? I'm not familiar with it. Well, sure. Back in the day... uh, the old Hunt Electrodynamics, originally, uh, they created all kinds of things back in the day. Components within refrigerators and components within washing machines. Uh, all the things that you see nowadays, whether it be in your GPS unit or, or our spy satellites, everything came from the inceptions of the inventions that they created before they turned it into Hunt Electronics and went to the East Coast. Not much is really known about the reclusive owner at the time, Arthur Hunt. Uh, but from my understanding, he was quite the bastard back in the day. I'm only 55 years old, so this is well before my time. But uh, there is one individual who worked directly with Arthur Hunt who's still alive, if you can believe it. Oh, is he in town? For till he dies, probably. 
Mr. Montgomery Green. How did the plant close up, burn down? What happened to it? Well, it's a strange thing that I really don't know two shits about. Uh, <laughs> it would appear that there was an explosion. Now, I'm just reporting what I heard and what's gone down through the decades, but from my understanding, there was some kind of awful explosion there that uh, after it killed those 26 individuals, including Arthur Hunt, uh, obviously there was no plant to close up because there was no plant left. The plant went on hiatus for about two years until another individual bought it, some kind of a uh, uh, anonymous individual bought it and moved it to the East Coast. Well, who owns the land now? Nobody owns the land. It's just been sitting out there. So the government foreclosed on it when the property taxes weren't paid and done nothing to no, it? No, Hunt owned it. Lock, stock, and barrel. I, I don't know what his deal, what his, uh, what kind of deal he made with Uncle Sam, but I do know that he made a lot of uh, components for Uncle Sam to put in their tanks their jeeps, their missiles, all that stuff. You know, he was a, a big influencer with a lot of the innovations that would later on uh, hold the U.S. as a top dog during the Cold War. So I think that the, the government gave him a lot of leniency, and then obviously they didn't want the land back because, well, look where we're at. Got it. Was there any contam decontamination done at the site after the burn, or just they closed the shop and walked away? You know, I don't know. That was for my time. Unfortunately, I wound up here about 20 years ago and haven't been able to get out since. Came from Lodi. Lodi, California. I'm familiar with Lodi. Uh, specifically, we're going to have to get the bodies and have them transported to Quantico for to nesting. Uh, Dr. White, have you done any other tests other than just, uh, well, what, what tests have you done? Well, we've done a, a blood test and uh, obviously tried to isolate cause of death. And I think we were pretty clear on that, weren't we? Abe? Abner? Alfred? <laughs> <laughs> Sheriff? <laughs> <laughs> I think we were pretty clear on that, weren't we, Sheriff? I believe we were, you know, aside from a few pack animals in, a, in an awful accident. Uh, we really weren't looking at anything uh, abnormal here. Yeah, the overdose? Well, you know, some people, they get a little, little down in the mouth living way out here at the ass end of nothing. So, uh, Dr. White, do you have those samples that you've pulled? Uh, I sure do. They're in the refrigerator. Gotcha. We're going to need those, too. Um... If you just package them up for transportation, I'll arrange that and let you know when that's going to be happening. He looks at his watch. You know, it's uh, it's getting a little late in the afternoon, agents. Uh, I usually close up around 2 o'clock. Oh, we well. We can probably work it out for the morning, the well, next morning. Yeah, what time do you wake, uh, what time do you open the shop up here, uh, Dr. White? 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock, okay. Uh, maybe even, if possible, maybe you can leave your keys with the sheriff and we can, you know, do this, uh... Not necessarily if, if, if you don't have time today. Well, sure, if man has a key to the, to the office, he can let you in any time he needs. Okay. Well, we just Excellent. wanted to bring that up in case you come in tomorrow. And I was going to offer that, but I, I didn't want to, to trample on your personal effects, Abner. I appreciate it, both of you. Thank you very much. Because that, the, the quicker that we can uh, have these bodies uh, at Quantico, maybe they might see something that 
we, we haven't yet. Gotcha. We appreciate the files. Are there any other records that you have, uh, computer files, duplicates, copies, photographs? Uh, the original negatives would also be helpful. I'm sure I could have all that for you as well, Agent. I'll put it all in a, in a box. Um, there's not a lot of personal effects left. Uh, I think the, the final things that we had, I gave to Sheriff Mann. He was going to return them over to Clifford Potter's house for his next of kin. Uh, he, yeah, that's right. I was going to send in uh, Deputy Androsi over there this afternoon. He's got uh, a few things that we need to put back in his residence. He's got his boots, uh, his keys, his wallet, and his, uh, he had some kind of homemade Gaga counter or something like that. Okay. Right. Uh, last question, Doctor. Would there be Wade. anything that we might want to check out with the... Yeah, I think we, could, we should. Maybe, yeah. maybe they have something that we can, yeah. uh, if, if it's okay with the family, send to the send to Quantico and have them check it out, of course, being yes. very careful. And preserve it. Uh, last question, Dr. White. Did anything unusual about, other than the obvious manner of death, anything unusual about any of these three deaths stand out to you? Something that you would uh, ordinarily not pay attention to, but something that just jumps out at you? Well, you know, I've been doing this for a lot of years, many years, many decades probably since longer than two of you have been alive, but uh, just the, all three of the deaths are just very gruesome. Uh, normally don't see it all the time, at least not in threes, but uh, we know you, we see them every once in a while, every so often, like every six months around here, something happens every three months now, but you start looking at like once or twice a year maybe, well, they but, say, uh, you know, things happen in threes. Hopefully this is the last one, right? <laughs> yes. Well, anyways, I'm, I'm a little late. I got to get a, I gotta get scooting. Mind if I lock up here? Not at all. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Polly steps outside and tells uh, each, I'm going to call uh, our friend, uh, Range Transportation, clean up of this uh, stuff. Sounds good. Just whips open the fight and um, calls Heisenberg. Odessa, what's this about? We have um, the bodies, we have the tissue samples, we have the original coroner's files, and uh, they're ready for pickup. At photos, negatives, everything. Yeah, photos, negatives, everything. We've got the original site and all the remains ready for pickup about 10 a.m. tomorrow morning. So you got the remains of both victims? All three victims, yes. Three victims? Three victims. I was told there were two victims. Well, there was a third one found, a gentleman by the name of Clifford Potter, a retiree who was a... No, I owner. have that name down. Wayne Tizzle? I don't have that name. Wayne Tizzle, drifter, hobo, found in a trailer house, or a trailer that he had about a mile away from the old hunt plant, body completely dismembered, just like the other two. A little bit unusual is his intestines were missing. Do you know when he died? Apparently about a week ago. That's the nearest guess they can give, but based upon the decomposition of the body. Hmm. See, we got Lucille Mayer, supposedly reported around the 8th. Potter, the 5th. Tissel, the 10th. Hmm. All right, I'll send someone out there. Keep okay. me updated. Will do. That's every two or three days, so we're looking at maybe another one dropping. Yeah, what it's day following are we in its now? pattern. Yeah, what, what date are we at now? We started off on... Ugh, right now it's out. May 15th. So something's already happened. We just haven't found it. Correct. You hear the sheriff get on <laughs> his, uh, his two-way. Lucas, you read me there. Go ahead, sheriff. 
Yeah, uh, we're going to need those uh, personal effects of Potter's. The agents want to take them. Sheriff, I'm already over at his house right now, putting him in his house. We'll meet him there. What's the address? Hold on a second, Lucas. You want to head on over to Potter's house? Sure. Yeah. Can't hurt. Lucas, go ahead and hang out there. I want to send the agents over to you right now so that they could police up that personal effects. Hold out for them. Send for sure. <laughs> and he gives you the address of where he lives. Right on. We got jump in our car and go. Meanwhile, you see the sheriff head back over to his What's with you and the sugar office. and the coffee? You know how much I hate the sugar. God, I can't even drink this shit now. I mean, man, you know, it's going to be another one of these all-night things again, and you give me this, what is this, syrup? What the heck were you thinking? Well, the sugar's for now, and the caffeine's for later. Now, <laughs> you got a strange You guys are currently in Furnace Creek, so you have to go into Hellbend to get to Potter's residence. Okay. Okay, so right now it's probably close to 4 in the afternoon. So, so it's cooling down. It's only about 110. Yeah, I mean it's still it's still <laughs> the summertime. Or well, it's it's in May. So, you imagine that the the sun's still out. Okay, we we approach and hold on a second. Hi. Oh, not yet, tough guy. No, right, sorry. So it doesn't take long for you to get to Hellbend, and you almost think that you've missed it. It's just as just a rundown skeleton of a town, if you want to call it that. Uh, sparse housing, open land, and maybe because it's so hot, but you haven't seen anyone outside. It's not even until you reach the intersection of Maine and State that you realize that you're in the middle of Hellbent. <laughs> and the first thing you see is this building that says The Gas and Sip. Just a, a two-story rickety building with a gable roof. It's uh, and adorned with weathered and sun-bleached signs on the front eaves stating in plain words, gas, grocery store, post office. You see uh, two old gas pumps dead center in the middle of this simple concrete block out front. And you know that Potter's residence is to continue to the east from here through okay. the town. Okay. We head on out. To, well... Is the bobcat at the gas and sip? Possibly. Let's take a look. Let's Plus stop I at can, the gas. I can get a coffee. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Want a coffee? Yeah. <laughs> coffee. No, it's syrup. Make you some sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll, we'll stop at the gas and sip and uh, walk in and talk to the proprietor. Okay. As you pull up, before you even get out of the car, you see this uh, an individual, a young man sitting on a like a just a torn up rattan chair total burnout he's got dreadlocks dirty hands you know dirty clothes and he's watching as you pull up and he kind of stands up and he uh moves to meet you as you guys are leaving your car and he's uh hey dilly ho boys what you needing well, are you the proprietor of this gas and zip i am Excellent. I'm at Agent Adesso. This is Agent Ichimura. Uh, did you I happen to rent a bobcat to a one Clifford Potter? Make an alertness check. Both or just him? Uh, both of you. Okay. Oh, God. 
40. I don't notice anything. It's like the fourth time I've failed this check. 33, I made it. Is that a critical fail success? 33? Yeah, that will Oh, be. that is? Yes, right. there we go. Good catch. Excellent. All right. Yeah, I'm going to stuff it to you. Odessa. <laughs> yeah. Does that get rid of my other negative one? <laughs> As Odessa's asking him this question, you notice the blood drained from his face, like a even you know below the, the scruff of hair mm-hmm. on his face. It's like, whoa. Uh, okay. If you need to, you yeah. can sit down. You look like uh, uh, you just saw a ghost or something. Yeah, like I'll rent it out. Tracked a bobcat out. Excellent. It's still here. Or did you get it back, actually? No, I, I got it back. Where what is what it? you want with it, though? Oh, we're agents of the FBI. Uh, you said that branch. already. Yeah, yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. But that's my private property, you know. Well, I rented it fair and square. I don't cash under the table. I, oh, that sounds fair and square. I report it. Mm. Tips you, earned. Yeah. You know, I know my rights. Mm. Excellent. Would you like us to get a warrant for the entire premise and shut it down with 15 agents crawling through your books and through the entire warehouse to ensure that you it's are on the side of the building, agent. <laughs> Thank you so much. Under the much. awning. Excellent. Let's go take we a look. As you guys might... are... Go ahead. I was going to say, as you're walking, make another alertness check. 24. Oh, Finally. No, I missed it. I had a 23. I got double zeros. <laughs> double zeros. You critical failed, dog. But Odesso, yes. you notice as you guys are walking to the left side of the building mm-hmm. towards this awning where you could see this yellow uh, construction bucket sticking out from it, mm-hmm. you see an old man standing in one of the upper story windows watching you two walk across towards that side of the, the gas and sip. Eventually, you get to the point where the apex of your vision is cut off where you can't see him anymore. Uh, Each, you know that coffee that you were talking about? And I gestured, or I just kind of inclined my head toward where the guy who I saw was. Perhaps you should go back and Do you want me to go get some coffee? I would like you to get some coffee. I look at our friend here, I'm like, do you guys have coffee? Is it fresh? Yeah, it's fresh. I made it just the other day. Oh, that sounds (laughs) great. Would you mind uh, showing me me in? Maybe uh, you don't happen to have ice cream too, do you? We got Ooh, some, it's we got some dryers out in there. Oh, sounds great. Lead the way, sir. Come on, let's go. All right. So he opens the screen door to the front. You see the, the other door is already mm-hmm. open. And you can tell that whatever this was at one point, the gas and sip, it was probably a residence at one point that mm-hmm. was converted into this gas station. You see inside there's just, you see all kinds of, knickknacks and and stuff to for tourism you know mm. keychains that look like they've been there forever against the far left wall you see there's a uh, like a big refrigerator has soda and stuff in there okay to the right of that is one of those small like counter freezers that you would lift sure. up it's got pictures of of different ice cream cones and stuff and how much they are you see over time they've been erased or marked out and elevated in price you see okay. underneath the counter by the register smoking utensils like pipes and, and lighters and mm. shit like that. Any of those uh, corner mirrors that I can use to maybe keep an eye on just... Yeah, there's one, but it's towards the, the right rear. So if he okay. was to turn around, he could see oh, okay. that way. Any and you other doors that I need to keep an eye on? The far back wall okay. looks like there's a set of stairs that lead up, but there's an old chain that goes across it. Okay. So. All right, well, I'm just going to kind of hang out in here, make small talk about... Oh, whew. 
Is oh, there any he, AC in here or no? no did he see the guy who, who was watching us from the second story on the way back out? He didn't see it. Well, I'm just in the no, store No, I was now. trying to gesture as to, oh. to, to point out where that guy was. He's not down on the first floor, though. Uh, you saw him on the well, second floor. Right. Yeah. I mean, I get that you no. wanted me to go with the dude, so I'm going to be alert yeah. inside there. I, I may have picked up that you wanted me to go with the dude, so I'm going to be in here yeah. keeping things uh, uh, 100 degrees instead of 120. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I check out the bobcat. Okay, as you draw closer to this bobcat, the smell emanating from it is just staggering. Mm-hmm. Probably why the attempt to clean it was as half-hearted as it was. You can see where the blood that was all along the side of it was smeared in a piss-poor attempt to remove it. Apparently, the effort seemed too futile and was basically just abandoned. Standing close to it, you smell the rot of old blood baking in the heat. But that's not all that wafts up your way. You get the strong reek of ammonia and other less identifiable smells coming off it as well. Got it. All right. Um, is there any concentration of blood in one area, like around the tires, the bucket, the engine Well, there, there... Sorry, let me, uh, let me show you something, brothers. <laughs> First of all, there's uh, two pictures of your victims... Gotcha. There's Potter. There's Potter. Clifford Potter. And here is Lucille Mayer with her life partner. Mm-hmm. Which one's which? Uh, the <laughs> long-haired one would be Lucille. Okay. Here's We're, your gas and sip. <laughs> That's lovely. awesome. You going to post these? Oh, heck yeah. They're right out of the book, actually. Mm-hmm. Oh, they are? Mm-hmm. Oh, Okay. This is what a bobcat looks like. There are no, oh, it's there's no wheels. That's a bigger bobcat. That's that's a like a true front handler. Front, yeah. Well, bobcats are a tiny little. Thing. Imagine this being condensed. Yeah. I just so. thought that was a bulldozer there. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's what it is a smaller bulldozer. Oh, okay. So, but you get the understanding that there are no wheels on it. Okay. Okay. It's treads. Okay. Yeah, there's treads. Yeah, because the bobcats have wheels. They're they're a wheeled vehicle. Are you looking one up? Yeah. This is riveting for the listeners. Oh, of course. Yeah. He's still looking. He didn't take the hint. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah. They don't, but I do. Let me see. That's a bobcat. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, yeah. Looks more like a puma to me. Yeah, wow. see how it's got no doors. Okay, bottom. Look, I didn't put the pictures in the book. Right. Okay, I so. I just printed them out. Not a problem. So tell me, is there a blood more concentrated in any location, other like around the bucket, around the driver compartment it's around the the left side of the bobcat between the wheels but ironically uh there's nothing around the bucket which would probably be the most dangerous portion of this vehicle but you do notice that which one's the bucket the, the, the bulldozer thing yeah the, yeah. the okay. diggy thing oh, okay the, yeah the blade yeah but looking scoop. at the scoop yeah, okay, yeah. whatever. For the listeners, if I don't know, they probably don't know either. Mm-hmm. They're probably looking it up, though. <laughs> they probably want to know what I, what I showed you as yeah. a bobcat versus what it really is a bobcat. Yeah. <laughs> so as you look at the blood stains that are along the, the left side of it, you do make out that there's a uh, like a clear liquid over portions of the blood that has dried to a thin, shiny sheen. Clear liquid like a cleaning agent they had tried to use to scrub it off or something that was... Probably happening at the same time the blood was. Or can I tell? Well, how are you going to tell? Tell Good me what question. you're going to do. I'm going to try and use my... Yeah. Uh, Taste it. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. What skill would I Forensics? Use? Yeah. I don't even forensics. have that. I do not have forensics. 
I got a heavy machinery. Yeah, that doesn't work, though, dude. <laughs> well, shit. Um, <laughs> criminology? That doesn't help. Yeah, maybe criminology. Much. Criminology might do it. To a degree. Sure. Okay, so, all right. Trying to build upon a likely crime scene, so we'll try the criminology. And that is a 90, so I have no clue. God nope. You, without actually sending whatever this is into the lab, you're probably not going to determine what it is right here, mm-hmm. right in the field. Got it. But you do notice as you're looking at this that uh, within the tracks of the wheels themselves, you see these tiny red flowers. None of them are bigger than a quarter inch across. Mm-hmm. And as you're gawking at this thing, make a search check. Gotcha. Under 25. 81. So you're building up for your next game, I am certainly doing that. Yeah, you're really not seeing anything else other Mm -hmm. than than the tiny flowers and the blood and that. Okay, and then when you say the flowers, okay, um, are they, like, growing in the treads or are they just growing? No, it looks like they're ground in whatever they are. He trampled over something when he was riding around. Right, got it. Now, the blood, does it look like he actually... the blood pattern, what it suggests is someone riding inside the machine fell out and then got caught in the wheels, or does it look like it sprayed against the machine? It doesn't look like there's any blood on the wheels themselves. It looks as though something either got spattered on it or got pushed in and exploded against it. Okay. See, that's a key distinction. I'll tell each the summary of my findings, but the bottom line is the thought that he fell out of this machine and then was ground up as it ran him over is not panning out. It doesn't seem likely. Gotcha. No. Ichimaru, from inside the gas and sip. You're sitting there, pour your coffee, pay your 50 cents, and as you're sitting there sipping it, you see this young man just basically watching you. Okay. He's kind of leaning. He's on the other side of his counter now, leaning against the back counter, arms kind of folded. What would that indicate to you? What would you think? Uh, that he's uh, waiting for me to leave or something, you know, so they're kind of pensive. He doesn't seem afraid like he was when we brought that up. Has he got a little bit more grit to him now? Not really. Uh, make an, an intelligence check. Under 50. No clue. Yeah, you're not really sure what his, what his stance is. What, okay. he's, what he's trying to convey or whatever. But he does seem like he's waiting for you to leave. Okay. Yeah, so I'll, again, I'll bring up some uh, other talk. It's like, yeah, you know, uh, so we were called here by Sheriff Mann and, you know, decided to come by and get a, some refreshments. And then, wow, you know, this is where the, the Bobcat was. So, well, like, what was... Uh, you got him. Yeah, what was... Uh, what was... Uh, what do you think happened? To uh, what? I got my Bobcat bat. Yeah, but it looked like it was a... Uh, Probably a little messy. I mean, what can you? Is there any information that you can tell me? I mean, this is, of course. Well, yeah, I rented it out to Potter twice. First time he brought it back. About two weeks later, he rented it again and didn't bring it back. So I called up the GPS on my phone here. Do you happen to know where he went? I mean, that might help us out in our. uh, He's out in some culvert, is where I found it. Where I found his body, in fact. Stupid old man. Did he end up? Did you? Did you have to uh, 
Was there a deposit that he has to go in there in case it gets damaged or anything no, like I that? Do that. I don't do that. I don't do that. No, I, you know, most people around here, they, they know I rent it out, $200 a day, and that's that. Where, uh, where did he go the first time? Do, do you know? He said you had a GPS. Did he go to the culvert uh, the first time as well? No. Uh, let me see here again. He pulls up the GPS on it. See, it's here now. And it was at the culvert. And before that, it was uh, actually at his house. He took it to his house? Maybe he was going to go out the next day, but... No, it stayed at his house for, I don't know, like 12 hours, it looks like. Well, I appreciate that. I mean, if there's any other information that you have... Hmm. uh, Look, um... Please reach out to the sheriff. I'll I'll grab a couple of um, um, cold drinks, too, and... No, they're on the house, Agent. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's all right. It's all right. You know, they're on the house. Please. My grandpapa, he'd be okay with that. So, uh, we're good here? We all good here? Uh, Yeah, you're good, unless you think maybe your grandfather would have any information. Does he he own this place, or is this yours? No, it's my grandpapa's house. I just, uh, I came back to live with him after a while. I was in Pennsylvania for a few... Well, if, and, uh, if he has a moment, maybe I could I could speak to him. And... Uh, I think he's taking a nap right now, Agent. I'm, okay. I'm not going to wake him up right now. No, no, I understand. I just wanted to, uh, you know, apologize. Having us roll in you know, federal agents, you know, could be very shocking to people. I wouldn't want to, want him to take any concern. My grandpapa, he was a, he was an old Marine. He did not, nothing phases him. <laughs> he, he thrives off stuff like this. It's okay. Just uh. Yeah, I'm, I'm come back again sometime, Agent. I think your buddy's outside. I think okay. he's out there waiting for you. Yeah, I, I see him out it. there by the bobcat waving you down. So. Okay. Well, I appreciate the help. Anything else, just uh, you can contact Sheriff Mann, and he can get in touch with us. Well, I'll do. I, I really don't talk to uh, Sheriff Mann, though. I understand. So. <laughs> <laughs> you okay there? Did you want some good? No, I'm good. Still a little uh, tired is all. Polly, uh, anything... Going back to Polly, does anything stand out about the machine other than the blood and anything else? Any other hair, bits of debris, anything? Um, what Does the blade show me anything, like um, two different types of soil, some stuck to it, anything? As you're looking at the, the front bucket where the blade's at, you notice that there's a, a lot of red dirt that's caked on it. And as you look at it and looking around it, you can tell that whoever tried to clean it had hosed it down. So a lot of, a lot of the ground beneath this bobcat is dried red dirt. But you also notice there seems to be something in the red dirt under the middle of the bobcat, right next to a drain. Can I take a closer look? It looks like it's partially in the drain. You would actually have to get down and try to grab it. I'll do that. Okay, make a dex check. Fifty-eight. It's just out of reach. As you grab it, (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna tell. As I grab it, as you grab it, it starts to flutter in, like it's just about to fall in the drain itself. Okay, I back away, and I'll flag down each. From what you, Mr. Dex, over here. (laughs) Now this each you see him, (laughs) you see him laying on his belly, underneath the bobcat cursing and then he pulls himself back up you trying to get some shade there Polly? <laughs> no uh there's something in the drain here it looks like it was washed off of the, the blade 
when they were cleaning this thing up as best they could. I can't, I can't quite get it. Maybe you can get it. And I point to it. Use my flashlight. As you're right looking there. at it, each, you know, it's a, it looks like a... <laughs> I took my fucking glasses off, and I, <laughs> then I can't read it. Each, as you're looking at this underneath the bobcap, as best as you can tell, it looks like, a, um, like some kind of a feather-like object. But it looks long, but half of it is stuck in the drain. What would you like to okay, do? Okay, this is what you want me to grab? Yes. All Make right, your dex check. Let's see. <laughs> Come on, each. Yeah. It's okay. We got a gold doubloon, right? Yeah, I do. <laughs> we do. Oh, he could have used that. Well, not yet. He's got the higher dex. Yeah. All right, let's see. So dex check. Sorry, Come on, dex, check. dex Under boy. Yeah, made it. 11. A critical Another. success. Another one. Oh. So as you go to grab it, it begins to fall and you definitely grab it as it's free-falling through the grate. And you pull this thing back out, and you notice it's a feather-like object, 14 inches long. And at the base of it, you can see what appears to be a scale of sorts, like a cluster of small orange buds that have sprouted into this, this large reddish-greenish feather. So it's not a feather? It's, it's like a feather-like. Plant. It's like a plant frond or something? or No, it's, it's definitely feather-like because it looks like there's a scale on the base that sprouted this thing. A scale? What, do you mean like, what do you mean like scale? Not like reptile scales? Possibly. Oh, okay. Something like that. So scale, okay. Scale, whether it's avian or, um, or reptile or whatever, you don't know. Um, any way to discern what this is? Uh... Would I have any knowledge of feathery scales? Anthropology, archaeology, I'm zero on those. I Maybe something zero. like that? No, I Do you have, have anything in there? I have nothing. Okay. Then you probably have okay. zero Dude, I'm ability. a meat and potatoes, dude. Come on. <laughs> well, I'm, um, I'm okay, I go. Was this what you were looking for? Wally. That was it. I don't know what that is, but uh, it's obviously a clue of some kind. And I, and I give him the rundown on what I found out about the machine. As he's doing that I'm listening but I'm also keeping an eye out for Shaggy you know who was acting a little odd yeah as you come back around at the front you notice that the door to the front of it is, is now closed mm-hmm. behind the screen with a closed sign the, um, hanging in the door you briefed me about the little red flowers these don't look like they would necessarily grow in the desert maybe or uh, do these look like desert plants or do these look like they definitely like don't look like desert plants. They, they look like they would be more... Um, Home Depot, you put them in your garden? More tropical, if anything. Oh, all right. Did you want to take a sample of this indeterminate liquid? Yeah, let's take a I sample mean, whether of the liquid it's and the flowers. On a Tell me how Kleenex. you're going to take this sample. Well, that's a good question. Well, uh, I, had, I had my coffee cup. Okay. We can empty the coffee. And I had said I got some Cokes. Uh, I don't know if uh, those are styrofoam cups or bottles of Cokes, but we could put something in there. If you bought a couple of Cokes, they were probably in a, in a plastic bottle. Okay. Um, so we could always uh, scrape, you know, empty out the Coke, scrape it in the plastic lid, and then screw it on. Okay. Uh, something like that. We could put the flowers anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're a gentleman. I assume you have a handkerchief. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> so as you're scraping this, this clear shiny sheen stuff 
you notice that as the bottle goes across that it's really tacky. Okay. Like got a certain stick to it. Okay. Seems like sap or something from the flowers, maybe? Mm, that's not where the flowers were located, though. Um, mm. So I will share the information I had, the, mo- the one piece being, um, again, looking around. Oh, you did mention, I assume, the old man. I, uh, yeah. I mentioned that that's... Uh, His grandfather. Yeah, potentially an ex-marine uh, as well. I'd asked to speak with him. He said he was napping. I said we could always come by later. But mm-hmm. one thing that we did not know was that Potter rented the Bobcat before and took it to his house for 12 hours and didn't go anywhere with it. Very interesting. Let's go to Clifton's house. Clifford. Clifford's. Clifford Potter's house is <laughs> about there. Go see hi to Deputy uh, Lewis Androsi. Yeah, we should get... Uh, yeah, he's waiting for us, so let's do that. And that's where he's at the house, too, so that works out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So as you're driving to Potter's house, you realize his residence stands solitary for nearly a quarter mile in every direction. And as you pull up to the house, you notice it looks very clean and has sort of a a curb appeal to it. Small, single story with witchgrass used for lawn out front and on both sides of the house. As you get out of the car, go and make a... Either an alertness check or an intelligence check. I'll make the intelligence Whatever is higher? Check. Whichever one you want to use. Okay, well, I'll definitely use intelligence. Tell it, uh, yeah. Polly. Made it, 23. Yep. Polly made it too, for once. As you're walking up to the house, you know, you'd notice that the, uh, the walkway is just an uneven kind of crappily poured cement, you know, and you see the, the front lawn of this witch grass is, is growing. Is the cement... Somewhat fresh, like it's newly poured. No, no, okay. it's old. It's cracked. Okay, just you check. see that the spaces where they laid each slab is is uneven. Okay, you see the witch grass out front is is thriving, and off to the left is thriving. But as you look to the right, you notice that it it gets browner and browner as it goes around the right side of the house. Okay, and as you guys are standing on the walkway, the front door opens, and you see Deputy Androsi standing there, and he says. Hey, agent. Hey, Deputy Lucas. Good to see you again. You too. Yeah. The sheriff said you were going to come by and and, and and go through the house, or what, what, what are you... What are you that, what, but what also we wanted to collect the effects that you had found on uh, Mr. Potter. Sure, sure. Uh, we're, we're having the bodies sent to our, our agency friends, and we also thought it would be good to have his effects, too, in case there's any clues on there. Sure, no problem. Great. Come on in. I, I put them over here on the... On one of the, the chairs inside. Okay. So. Um, While you do that, I want to scan around the side of the house and tell them. I'm just going to check around the side of the house. I thought I saw something. And uh, while you're doing that, look for any newly planted uh, flower gardens or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the bobcat's sitting here for 12 hours at $200 a day. Must have done something with it. Well, and maybe if the red flowers are not from the desert but from here, maybe our friend was digging something. Or burying something. So, Ichimaru, you enter the house, and I'm going to hold you for a second. Okay. Paulie, you go around the right side of the house, and you notice the the witch grass continues to die, 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 even more. But you can see approximately 20 feet from the house, a set of wooden doors in the ground at an angle. Appears to be doors of some kind of a root cellar. 
<laughs> a root cellar. A root cellar. <laughs> All right, Polly goes over and uh, the door's locked. They are, in fact, not only are they locked, but the wood and metal hardware and mm. handles and hinges are not weathered or oxidized. Look brand new? They look brand new, yes. Is there, how are they secured? How is it locked? Padlock on the outside? Key lock? Some kind of a keyed lock. Keyed lock. Yeah. No, his keys are inside. All right, I'll pound on it for a minute. Just to, <laughs> Shit. Well, remember? Domino's oh, Pizza. Going back to the very first one with somebody back in there talking about, you know, come over to the area, to the cemetery, or to the to the septic tank. Okay, so you're over there pounding on it. Yeah, just, just a couple knocks, bomb, bomb, okay. bomb, bomb. Hold on a second. As you're doing that inside the house, Androsi looks at you each, and he, he looks towards the front door. What's that, Agent? Uh, I believe uh, Odessa said he saw something, so maybe he's uh, you know trying to open a shed door or something. I don't know. Do you want to go out there? Or? I'll go take a look real quick. No, let's go. He goes outside, and he sees you, Odessa, just pounding away on the slugger. Wait, Agent, what are you, what are you doing? Oh, just checking the solidity. These things look to be brand new. Do you happen to have a key for this? I personally don't, but I, maybe in his personal effects he does. I, the <laughs> ones I brought over, but I, I don't know. I, I was just told to drop the stuff off, not go through his stuff, though. No, so, I understand. I understand, but a man's been murdered, and this may be a particular crime scene. But You're aware of it. He wasn't murdered in there, though. I, they found him in the sure. culvert. Sure, they found him any, in the culvert. Any information, though, that we can get will help, because right now we're at a... Uh, at an impasse and you know we saw the the uh, bobcat and in our opinion it it doesn't necessarily look like he fell from his thing so we're just trying to figure out anything we can i mean if we have his keys maybe we can just open this up and with you here you can assure that we're not uh, doing anything wrong well they're probably inside his house somewhere then let's go take a look you you want me to go grab him or do you want to get him Sure, go grab them if you want. Okay. As I go in there and grab them, I'll just take a quick minute to assess the area in there. Okay. Probably didn't notice it right away because your mind was elsewhere. But you notice that being in there for a few more moments, that the house has like a, a medicinal smell to it, like a maybe like bay rum, the kind of stuff that barbers use after an aftershave. Okay. And the whole place looks spartan clean, like a nice old couch. You can see kind of into the bedroom that's in the far back corner, and you see that the bed is made tight. Do I know if this guy was military at all, ex-military? or? They don't know. They never okay. mentioned it. Okay. And off to the right, you see that uh, against the wall are three chairs, three dining room chairs, that aren't at a kitchen table, though. But you see that there are his boots, his wallet and keys, and the Geiger counter on one of the chairs. But you can see through the past doorway into the kitchen area and you see there's a table there with one chair and it just looks like there's a whole bunch of uh, stuff on the table but from this distance you really can't tell what it is okay do our our phones have any kind of i can't remember if they had cameras at this day yeah they did yeah they Um, were just a snap okay um if i can quickly i would like to move over to there and just take some quick pictures in case Something happens and we don't get to look at these again. But um, other than that, uh, I'd want to bring the keys. Okay. And I'm fighting the urge to grab the Geiger counter and see if that area over there radiates anything. But uh, let's see a roll. Let's see if my Why guy Why fight would... it? <laughs> well, I'll actually bring that too if there's time. I'll just go okay. ahead and do that. Uh, you, and you I'll, can grab I'll that. figure out a way to explain to Deputy Let me tell you what's on the kitchen Roscoe. table too while we're there. 
As you look at the kitchen table, you see there's a set of gloves. There's three beaten books. There's a whole bunch of tapes, like cassette tapes. Okay. There's a boom box. Sweet. Uh, a notepad that's closed. At first glance, you see some kind of a map. And you see uh, a knocked over and empty bottle of Woodford mm. whiskey. They didn't make it back then. No. No. It's time travel. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Hitler's back. <laughs> you see a knocked over bottle of Kessler's whiskey. Nothing but the best. Yeah, smooth as silk. What, they didn't have old crow? No, apparently not. <laughs> Your old crow. Um, okay. Um, well, it appears that we're going to be able to take these sort of things, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and, and take a picture, but leave it there, and then I'm going to go out to the, to the cellar door, fruit cellar door, whatever, with, the, uh, with the Geiger counter, too. Just okay. As you start moving closer towards the door, you start hearing ticks, tick, tick. <laughs> but they're really low. Still? Like, tick, tick, tick. Looking at the dial, looks like it's somewhere about uh, three to five rems. Mm-hmm. Which is how they measure radiation. Do I have any idea what? Do I know what that means? Because I don't. But I don't know. Well, what just judging does. by the dial itself, it's not in a red area. No, it's not okay. in a red area. It's a. Uh, Sounds like you're picking up background radiation. Got a fucking. What's your science score? Probably zero. Mine too. I flunked it. Oh. So okay. this is like a Geiger counter right here. You see the, the little dial right there. Yeah. Science is zero. Yeah. So you know it's it's pegged. Okay. So nothing just, is going just crazy. barely bumping above the left. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it with just in case. Well, here bring you go. That Thanks. <laughs> so you get to the fruit get cellar. to the fruit cellar doors, and as you're doing that, Deputy Androsi's walkie starts going mm-hmm. off, and it, but it's it's like broken. Oh. oh, hold on a second, Sheriff. Let me let me move on over to the side. So <laughs> you see him walk off, and he starts. Yes, Sheriff. We'll go for Androsi. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll head on over. Okay. Thank you. Agents, I'm going to have to leave. Um, Is everything okay? Yeah, everything's fine. Uh, the sheriff needs me back at the station. we got to go over some of the stuff and make sure that uh, those bodies and everything else are ready for your pickup tomorrow, I guess. Uh, I appreciate it. Is it okay if we stay here? I was going to ask you if you could please just lock up Clifford's house. You, Absolutely. You know, he, he was kind of kept to himself, but I want to make sure that you... Uh, we give him the respect that's due. His his next of kin are probably gonna be coming out in the next day or two to police up his personal effects. So if uh, just please keep it tight and trying to make mess. Thank you, I appreciate it. Absolutely. Right. He gets in a squad and, and takes off down the road. Okay, great. All right, I tell uh, I tell each what I found. What did things you find? look brand new? Oh, the grass is all dead all the way to the side. I bet he was using this, the the backhoe or the, whatever the hell it was to dig underneath this. Look, the stuff's brand new. And it's locked hard, hard. I was worried about our old friend back in the septic tank, so Mm -hmm. I was pounding on the door to see if anything was going to come and greet us. Well, luckily, I brought some keys and also this. Beep. My car. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I... Is it is it it's registering? Going off. It's going off between three to five rems. Now I figured you being the smart one of our. Now let me explain something. That maybe there's a base level of beep. There's a base level of understanding. I'm going to read it to you right now. Oh, great. REM. Losing my religion. It's one of two standard units used to measure the dose equivalent or effective dose 
which combines the amount of energy from any type of ionizing radiation that is deposited in human tissue, along with the medical effects of the given type of radiation. Basically, how bad you're going to be fucked when exposed to it. Got so, it. So the higher the number, the harder you're fucked. Okay. Okay. So this. So it's going off at, at like three to five, though. That's and that is the. Well, that's why I want it's to really ask Holly, low. I mean, is this supposed to be going off like this? I'm going to say yes because you know there's always background radiation in the uh, in the ground in the atmosphere. You going to so roll? I'll roll. Find sure. out. Because you're smart. I was uh, going to say make a history check each. Each. Make a history check. Polly made his intelligence check. Jeez. Barely. Have ten percent. Twenty-one. Mm-hmm. I'm only uh, half Japanese, so I'm not familiar with radiation. So <laughs> even though you're trying to, to keep Ichimaru calm, mm-hmm. you know that this shouldn't be going off at all. Got it. So okay. Oh, it shouldn't be. No. Ah. No, it doesn't just tick when it's just in a dormant state. It okay. doesn't just tick, 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 tick. Um, but, I, I mean, certain things can set it off, though. Sure, like if someone had a... A nuclear bomb? Yeah. Sure. Or something, you know, something <laughs> or, or like that. Or maybe the um, night sights on our guns. Yeah, or, that's true. Or, or you know the, bat- the said battery that in our watch. Maybe I don't know. Probably I'm just not. Throwing shit. I don't want to be left out. Um, right, I also uh, have the keys. I'd rather lie to you than be left out. <laughs> well, let's try to unlock it. Who wants to be ready with a gun? Um, that would probably be you. Okay, you're a little bit uh, more precise. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go back to the car and grab the AR. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. In case You're Matilda go comes out of the goddamn septic tank, man. <laughs> You're going to go to the C-A-R to go get the A-R? you damn right. Yeah, yeah this time no one's going to get hit in the head with a gas can. C-A-R, you should get the C-A-N. <laughs> yeah. The gas can. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping we're referring to silencer. <laughs> like put a can Silence on Silence her. Yeah, that too. <laughs> like hashtag pound her too. <laughs> so there's a couple of keys on this. There's a car key. There's a house key. There's... Other keys, but there's one key that looks new. Okay. Let's try that one. So you're all dialed in, locked. Actually, yeah, you you open it up, and I'm yeah. I'm ready. And there's roll. two doors, by the way. There's okay. Like a, one full oh. each of you. Right. Um, yeah. Then I will uh, do the unlock. Um, well, real quick. I also tell uh, Odessa about what I saw on the table, all these effects, and that you know, of course, we hear that the family is coming by the next day or whatever, do we want to procure anything we can and take it to our car? Yeah, let's definitely do that. You said a a map and a notebook. That definitely sounds useful. He may have been recording where he was because it sounds like he was digging in this the culvert, wherever that is. Yeah, and and again, having that thing here, I'd still like to take a look around the area of the house and see if there's anything freshly dug up. Yeah, absolutely. But... Do we want to secure that now, or do you want to go into the fruit cellar? Let's go into the fruit cellar. We're, right. we're locked and rocked. All right. Ready to rock. Well, it's already unlocked. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. Then I will uh, uh, open the doors. There's nothing uh, beeping a little bit louder as we nope, start. Nope. Still about three to five okay. rounds. So, yeah. Then I'll uh, open door side uh, right. Okay. Lift that sucker up. And it's a little dark down there. Flashlight. <laughs> you see... Uh, the wooden doors open to reveal slate steps that lead down about 12 feet to what you expected a root cellar. But from at the top of the steps, you really can't tell what it's like down there. Okay, I'll open the other side as well. Let a little bit more light in. Yes. From what you could tell from up here, it looks like the floor is dirt. 
Okay. Uh, shining down, do I see any footprints or anything? Make a search check. Okay. God bless it. 99. Oh, hey, critical man. failure. Boy, you aren't kidding. <laughs> yeah, really. Wait, oh, shit, I made it. 15, 15 right out of 20. Yeah. Ichimaru, you notice that there appears to be a single set of footprints down there. Okay. Okay, well, uh, I'll. can I walk by them without disturbing? Well, you have to go down to them. You're still... Oh, yeah. I imagine down. you're up there looking. Yeah, yeah. Okay. As you get down there, you notice that the you're at the bottom of the step, I imagine, as you're sweeping mm-hmm. the flashlight left to right. You see that this, uh, this root cellar looks about 12 feet by 16 feet with a perfect sea of raked dirt. You see a single long-toothed rake propped up against one of the walls right next mm-hmm. to you. And you see that there's a set of footprints that lead from the steps to the center of the room. And it looks like that's where the travel goes. Okay. Uh, to Polly, I say Polly. In fact, to you, it looks very similar to a Zen garden. Oh, okay. Um, why don't you come on down, grab the lock so uh, no one can throw the doors closed and lock us in. Got it. Uh, I have the key, uh, and we will... Your bolt down in there? Yeah. With the no. doors closed? No, no, no. I just having him take the, the bolted lock, if he can, so oh, okay. no one can th- close it and lock Got us it. in. Um, okay. Uh, okay, is there anything in the center of the room? Yeah, like, what's up? You, you can't see. Too? Well, there's no there's no lights. Uh, there's, that's what I mean. Like, we have our flashlight, or I have my oh, flashlight. Oh, it looks like it's just been dug out of the dirt. Okay. Whatever it is, is just dug out of the dirt. Under So you're mm-hmm. underground, basically. Okay. So there's no lighting, there's no electricity, uh, and you can't really see anything in the middle of the... But the ceiling's like concrete, wood, something like that? It looks like every so often there's like a wooden slat to maintain some kind of a uh, a structure, integrity to the structure. But yeah, other than that, it's just dirt. So we're fully underground, okay. And there's, looking around, there's, what's on the walls? Are there shelves? Are there... Nothing. Just looks like it's dug out of the earth that has been hollowed out. Okay. I'll walk over to the center area. Walk, not on his footprints, but on the right side. Okay. As you're going there, you notice that the uh, the Geiger counter starts to increase as you get closer to the center. <laughs> How much increasing has it shown? Is it's it emitting up to about 50 to 100 Rams. REMs. Yeah. And how? Uh, where's the red line on it? I'm going to say it's probably about 500. Okay. No problem. There you go, So Polly. I tell him there's something radioactive down here. So let's, uh, we, we, as we get closer to the center of the room, it keeps getting stronger? At the center of the room, yes. Okay. Is it, what is in the center of the room? Just looks like dirt. Okay. Uh, let's well, grab that long tilled. What, no? Well, I was going to, you, you go with yours first. I was going to grab the long tilled rake and uh, start raking in the center, but using it more to dig rather than to rake. I was going to say, again, we can do that. But if we're going to be collecting evidence and things like that, we got our our guys are coming in tonight to pick up the bodies. We could also give a little call to uh, our friend uh, Heisenberg that we're going to need some people with radiation yeah, suits sure. that can that can go in here. And yeah, but it's not lethal yet. Yet. No, we'll just we'll see. Let's see what it is first. We gotta know. You gotta know. I gotta know. <laughs> What's in the dirt? Okay. Well, uh, yeah. Well, uh, why don't you keep yourself uh, armed, and then I can go through there. Okay. 
since I'd much rather have someone with an AR shooting something that pops out than uh, you digging and me flying in with a sidekick. I don't know. Sidekick's pretty cool. <laughs> it's a cool visual. So tell me what you're doing. Uh, I'm going to... So are we in the center yet or no? You're in the center. Okay. And that's where it's beeping is... Mm-hmm. I'll take a step even farther. Does it start beeping even more? No, it, it starts to decrease as you okay. get away from the center of the room. So our center is the... Uh, th- okay. Um, when we walked down the slate stairs and all that, those weren't new as well, or were they? Yeah. So he, but it, he dug this. So he dug this with the big tractor thing mm-hmm. just recently. Mm-hmm. Okay. Took him 12 hours. Wow, he did pretty good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it took him 12 hours. Um, all right. Well, I will... I mean, uh, it's not right angled and shit i mean it's it's hollowed out mm-hmm. of, of what it is you know it's, and, and is it wouldn't the, pass an inspection okay th- is this under the house or is this no it's 20 feet away from okay, the house okay just making sure yeah. okay um all right well we can try with the rake first and see what kind of yeah i have a feeling whatever's down there's probably not buried too deeply well a rake's not going to do shit there's no other tools in here right right no that's it all right well let's start using that well, I want to stir around that area and see if there's anything. If it if it if it's light covering a dirt that just got covered over a lead box or something like that. Just moving the rake around. The rake, the yeah. Dirt. Like... Uh, nothing right below the surface of it. No. Okay. Let's go see if this guy's got a shovel. Yeah. Well, at the house we can do all that. Yeah. yeah. In the garage or something like that. And then meanwhile we can take all of his effects and put them in our car. Get, get At least get all that taken care of. Yep. Let's do that. We'll go back up. Want to lock exit. the door? Yeah. Okay, we'll lock well. it all up. We'll police the area, uh, get the effects, get the stuff that was on the table, write the bottle of whiskey and clean that. And then... <laughs> Is there anything uh, in the whiskey bottle? Just no, it's like, empty. In fact, as you... So are you back in the kitchen at this point? Yeah. yeah. Okay, as you're in the kitchen... Remembering not you, to get mud all <clears> over <throat> this nice guy's place. You know, okay, as you're, as you're removing this stuff off the... Off the kitchen table, you can see that uh, if you're counting these tapes, there's 27 of them, and all of them say Montgomery Green interview, and then there's a number. Okay. And they all look basically damaged from whatever spilt out. Uh, and as you get the boom box, you notice that there's actually a tape that's still in the deck oh. itself. Okay. Shall we give it a quick listen? Sure we should. Uh, give it a quick rewind and listen, or...? Couple yes. seconds, or let's do that. Let's right. do that. All right. Okay. Next session. <laughs> we were pretty clear on that, weren't we? Abe, Abner, Alfred. Sheriff (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for joining us once again on Roll the Hard 20 Podcast Remember you can find us and subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Spotify and iHeartRadio And if you like what you're hearing please leave us that 5 star review You can also contact the show directly at RollTheHard20Podcast at gmail.com or head on over to the website at RollTheHard20Podcast.com and be sure to check out the galleries. We got a lot of really interesting stuff posted there. And finally, join us on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash roll the hard 20 podcast. There are ways for you to help out the show and pick up swag. 
So until next session, keep your dice warm and your glass full as you roll those hard 20s.